You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now let's Let's get into the episode. G'day guys and welcome back to Wanderlust Swingers Podcast. Today's episode is 149 and it's all about Podcaster Palooza event in Palm Springs, California. I just got back. I've finally gotten back onto the time zone, I think, and ready to kind of share some of the details. I'm going to go through my seven best and worst moments of PCAP and I'm also going to share a whopping 48 and a half minutes of audio from a bunch of PCAP attendees sharing their experiences, their journey, some of the ups and downs that they had at PCAP, as well as some lessons learned and some really sexy moments. So hang around for that. Now, this episode is sponsored by the major sponsor of PCAP 2022. Thank you very much to the team at Hashtag Open. We were humbled by the fact that they joined us on site, the entire, almost the entire team of Hashtag Open, in fact. So Hashtag Open is a dating site where you can connect and explore with other ethically non-monogamous people and their partners. They use hashtags to identify what your interests are, both sexually and outside of the bedroom. Head over to the show notes today. I've got the link for Hashtag Open in the show notes, as well as our link tree on Twitter and Instagram. So thank you to the entire team and Hashtag Open. Thank you for sponsoring PCAP 2022 and today's episode. Now, before we get into the highlights and some details from the attendees, I must do a cultural tidbit. It's only fair. So Palm Springs is where we held this PCAP 2022 event. It was our largest event to date. And what I'm really excited about in Palm Springs, and in particular the cultural tidbits I've got to share with you today, is that in Palm Springs, 7.2% of the households are made up of same-sex couples. Now, you may be thinking that seems not particularly high, right? 7.2%. But the national average in the United States is actually 1%. So from 7 to 1%. So it's a significant number when you look at that. And that is households made up of same-sex couples. And in 2019, Palm Springs was actually the first all LGBT city council to be elected in the United States of America. I was really impressed by Palm Springs as a city. You know, I was happy to see the stores, the inclusivity, the fact that our attendees and you'll hear about people walking out in costumes, walking out in their BDSM gear, walking out and just being their true authentic selves at bars and restaurants in Palm Springs and feeling welcomed, feeling like they could be themselves without judgment. And I think that those two cultural tidbits just give you an indication of of the why. Now, once again, Daryl could not attend PCAP 2022. He was supposed to attend, but he's dealing with a massive merger of two very large companies at the moment, and he couldn't attend. I'm going to share a quick message from Daryl before I get into my seven best and worst moments of PCAP 2022. 
Kate's made it back from PCAP and she gave me the debrief and it appears that it was the party that I missed that I shouldn't have. Sorry to everyone that I couldn't be there. I'm not sure I would have added a lot of value, but hopefully some people might have <laughs> found it interesting to have me along as well. But I know it was a spectacular party in Palm Springs. I'm glad you all had a great time and I am hopeful there's another time where we can manage to catch up. This goes out to you. Yes, you listening on the podcast with your headset in. I'm the voice in the middle of your head telling you I wish to come and see you the next time. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. So I don't know if we should start with the best or start with the worst. Uh, I might start with the best. Let's do that and then I'll dive into the worst. These are my top seven. I try to do things a little bit differently. There are a number of hosts at Podcaster Palooza that will be sharing their own personal journeys either in their podcasts or their blogs. And in fact, if you look out in the show notes today, I'm going to list them all with links to either their site or their social media. So go and check those out. I like to do a little bit of a best and worst, I guess, from my perspective, which of course is the, the event host, the event manager's perspective. So sometimes it takes a little bit of an interesting turn. So my best moments, and these are in no particular order, just as I kind of wrote them down, was having people join us for birthdays, anniversaries, surprises, and honeymoons. It's always amazing to me that people not only want to attend a lifestyle event, but that they want to attend a lifestyle event during these special moments and share them with other lifestyle people in their community. You know, I think sometimes we silo some of these, you know, quote unquote, special occasions for our vanilla friends or our vanilla family, you know, those types of things where it's just vanilla life, right? And having people integrate those special days or special moments with PCAP has just been uh, amazing. And we actually had, we did have people on their honeymoons. <laughs> that was fantastic. You'll actually hear from them later in the episode. The second for me was the Mankini Plunge. This was something that was concocted by Jay and Angie from The Average Swingers. We did it for the first time in Dallas, where a number of guys came along in either mankinis or they borrowed their partner's bikini bottoms. And the intention originally was to create a very safe, inclusive space for people who identify as male to be adored, you know, to have body confidence, to spend some time dancing around the pool, and then collectively as a group, plunge into the pool. And in Dallas, we had great participation for the first time, but really everybody in Palm Springs turned up the heat. I can't believe how many guys came out and donned their mankinis or borrowed their partner's bikini bottoms, turned up, did the plunge. So what we also do is we put a number of ones in, in their little mankinis and then we give those ones and those tips to the bar staff. So I think we raised about $300 for the bar staff in tips, which is never a bad thing. But seeing that many men out and getting hearing the shouting from the crowd and the clapping and the woohooing and, and all of those sorts of things as we celebrate the men in the lifestyle is, is fantastic. And I, I really hope that continues to grow, to be quite honest. It's just fun seeing everybody come together, having a bit of silly fun, but also being adored by the rest of the people at PCAP. As you know, we are big advocates of telling men how they look, making sure that they're receiving compliments, as many compliments as females, women in the lifestyle, because we think it's really, really important. So having this as a random thought that happened in Dallas from Jay and Angie and seeing it explode honestly was a super big highlight for me. Probably the ones diving into the pool and then giving them some bar staff wasn't the best idea that we've ever had, but uh, a hell of a lot of fun. And another one that I really enjoyed was the the third theme night, and this was called Hashtag Open Slate. So we named this after our major sponsor, Hashtag Open, and the intention was that people would come, 
dressed in white and essentially we wanted to create the biggest live lifestyle art project that has ever existed. And so everybody came dressed in white and during this evening, we got there a little bit earlier than we normally would for our evening parties and the intention was to get dressed, get ready together. The reason we did it on the third night was that I hoped people were a little bit more comfortable with each other at this point, maybe were less introverted, you know, able to then mix and mingle with people. And what we did was we had a bunch of ways that you could get dressed together. So we had a body painter there, we had a hair and makeup artist there, and then we had a kind of do-it-yourself table where we had glitter and fabric spray and body spray and gems and hair products and all this stuff out on this do-it-yourself table. And this was the first time we had ever done this event. It was the first time I dreamt up something, I guess, so crazy. And it's the first time I've really seen anything like this either in a lifestyle event or even just a normal event event. And I didn't know how it was going to go. You never know how these, you kind of throw these things out there, right? And you don't know how people are going to react to them. And I was sitting there getting my hair and makeup done by the hair and makeup lady quite early. And Cowboy and Muffin uh, attendees, you can catch them on Twitter as Cowboy and Muffin, they came upstairs and immediately walked over to the do-it-yourself table, grabbed some fabric spray paint and started spray painting each other. And I did thank them for kind of getting the ball rolling. But seeing people actually engage with that, seeing people of all genders, all backgrounds, putting glitter on and gems on and having a great time really was one of the highlights of, of PCAP 2022. So if you participated, thank you so much for doing that because I really didn't know how that was going to actually be received, uh, whether people were going to be like, this is the stupidest fucking theme I've ever heard of, or whether people were going to be like, yes, love it. And of course, glitter, it takes, you know, weeks to get glitter out of anything. So thanks for um, thanks for being champs, guys. I really do have to thank the hosts. So our sponsors, of course, are very, very important to us. Without our sponsors like Hashtag Open, we wouldn't be able to put PCAP on to the level that we do. But it's not just a one-man band. You know, it's not just, although you'll hear later in the episode, a lot of thanks for, for me during people's journey, it couldn't be done without our hosts on site. And in particular, I do want to make a massive shout out to Mickey and Mallory from Casual Swinger. They always really do get stuck in and really help me tremendously at these events and without them I honestly don't know what I would do but I also do want to thank the other hosts who rallied and helped me set up the playroom so I was running out of time on that first day we had some things going wrong that I just hadn't prepared for didn't have the time for and as a result of that I was running really behind schedule with setting up the playroom and during our welcome orientation Mickey grabbed the mic and he said hey we need to rally we need to help Kate can some of the hosts get in and help set up the playroom and to the hosts that did join me in the playroom and help move furniture and help put together like the the sex swing and Life of Spice put all the lighting up and everybody that got in and, and helped and rallied around me to set that playroom up, thank you so much because without you guys helping me, that would have been a nightmare. So thank you so much for, for saving me from, you know, having a panic attack. So that was definitely a, a best for me. Now, the next thing that I really enjoyed is seeing introverts actively asking people to approach them. So we have a mobile app that we run every event so people can get to know each other and talk to each other. It's free. It's included in the ticket. We don't charge anything for it. And it's a way for people to start to engage. And the intention is that by the time you reach the event at PCAP, we hope you feel a little bit more welcome, a little bit more comfortable. Although, to be honest, the sheer volume of notifications can get overwhelming. But I did see a bunch of people actively posting in the app with a photo of themselves saying, look, here we are we're shy, we're introverted a little bit. Can you come and talk to us? Please come and talk to us if you see us. And that to me was 
just astounding. I loved that because you're responsible for your own fun at these events, right? You're responsible for your life, your journey. And to see people actively going, hey, with a perceived fault of I'm introverted, I'm shy, you know, that's a little bit taboo. It's a perceived fault. But actively going, here we are. If you see us, please come and say hello because we may be a little bit shy in approaching you. And taking control of their journey and of their event, I thought was fucking brilliant. So to the people that did that, kudos, good on you. I love seeing it. And on a number of occasions, I did actually see people walking up and actively talking to those people. So that just made me so happy. Now, PCAP has always been a really inclusive event. Whilst we are couples only, our motto is that couples only no matter how you identify. We don't care if you're a same-sex relationship We don't care if you're a heterosexual relationship, if there's two of you, if you're a triad, if you're a polyquad, if you're a polykill. We don't mind how your relationship, how your couple type identifies. And during previous PCAPs, we've had triads there. We were supposed to have a triad this time. They had to cancel. But this time we also had both a polyquad and a polykill join us in Palm Springs. And seeing those types of relationships come into the fold into our events and stopping some of that siloed non-monogamy well you're polyamorous and I'm a swinger and I identify open marriage and I identify open relationships and I'm a hot wife and I'm a this seeing those people come together and engage with each other and learn from each other and talk about the lifestyle talk about they how how they approach non-monogamy was again a really big highlight to me because I think sometimes we come with an air of, well, this is how I approach it and therefore this is how it is or this is how I approach it and anybody else who approaches it differently is just stupid. And what I saw was conversations happening of just a mutual respect and non-judgmental and conversations where it's like, that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that with me. Even if it might not be the way that you want to approach the lifestyle, you walk away going, yeah, okay, that confirmed it, probably still not for me. But the fact that people did that with respect and with an intention of trying to educate each other was uh, a really beautiful thing. So thank you to everybody who came, but thank you to the polycule, to the polyquads that came along and had those open conversations without judgment um, and, and, and willingness to, to share with people. Now, my final one's a bit of a weird one, I'm not going to lie. Um, during previous PCAP events, I have had a real problem with doorstoppers. <laughs> I know, right? It's so, so weird. There's no door stoppers on doors and it's really difficult to keep the playroom doors open when they're active. And so before I left at the last minute, I turned to Daryl and I said, shit, how, how quickly can you print me some door stoppers, right? Because we obviously have a couple of 3D print, <laughs> probably not obviously, we have a couple of 3D printers in our house. And as I was getting ready and packing, I said to Daryl, how long would it take? And he's like, well, two hours, I'll print you two every two hours. And I was like, okay, I need four. And so he printed me these door stoppers. And I took them along in my luggage and I can tell you they were bloody needed. So that is one of my highlights because it is a nightmare on site when you think about all the things that you forget, scissors and tape and stuff that you just randomly need when you host an event that you don't really think about. And honestly, doorstoppers is one of them. Like we talk about packing a swinger bag. Here's my event swinger bag. And I can tell you it's got doorstoppers in it from now on out. So if you guys run events, that's my, uh, that's my little tidbit to you. Get some doorstoppers and take them to your events. I'm just going to throw it out there and say it. We've got a clothing optional pool hotel takeover coming up in Miami. We've only got 20 rooms left. And if this sounds like your tribe, your people, you wanting to have some fun for three nights, four days in the sun, come and join us May 31st to the 3rd of June. We've got We Got A Thing, Casual Swinger, Expansive Connection. We've got the Hump Day Quickies and we have That Hot Couple in GA. 
So three nights, four days of fun in the sun for our Swingers Hotel Takeover in Miami. This is the last time we're hitting this location. So come and join us. We would absolutely love to see you. I just announced the themes inside of our community and they are going to be banging. We've also got the casual toys, luxury playroom in the penthouse that's coming back for 2024. It is definitely a sight to be seen. So if you're all about having a party, but making connections with genuine community, come and join us in Miami. Head to libertineevents.com and find your way to the Miami event. So 20 rooms left. We'd love to see you guys come and party. Hang out with us this May, June in Miami Beach. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. So that's my top seven. Now I'm going to show you my worst seven. Now I've done this kind of every event that we've held. I've tried to share some of the back end drama or issues, I guess, that unfold um, even if that's just a personal journey, if it's something fucking up, like people jumping fences in Miami, I've tried to be super transparent with you guys because I think it's important that we share not only the successes, but some of the things that necess- don't necessarily go right on site. So these are my top seven worst moments of PCAP. A real bummer for me, and it was not spending as much time as I wanted with the PCAP attendees, so my PCAPers. In Miami, I was running around a lot. It it was my first proper full hotel takeover. I didn't have a lot of help on site in terms of event assistance. And so I didn't get to spend a lot of time with people in Miami. And that was, that was a real bummer. In Dallas, I kind of thought, okay, I'm going to stop that from happening. And I hired event assistants on site to help me with my daily tasks. And I was able to spend some more time with people for like breakfast and lunch, you know, downstairs in the lobby, have actual conversations with people that had come to these events. And in Palm Springs, we grew to a very, like the largest that we've ever had at an event of ours. And I did have event assistance on site, but I didn't have enough. And as a result of that, I did not get to spend time by the pool, time at these events, really having conversations with the people that come. And there are so many fabulous people that come to these events that I actually want to personally spend time with, as well as acknowledging everybody who's come along anyway. And it sucks. I walked away going, that was stupid. I should have hired to actually probably three assistants on site. And if I'd have done so, I would have been able to sit down and enjoy people on a more personal level. And so that sucks for me. That's a complete missed opportunity. I did get invited. I must say this, Beachbed, yes, I did get invited to a number of meals and dinners out and stuff like that. And I just couldn't attend, right, because I didn't have the time. So that was shit. I need to remedy that. And um, I will be hiring more people in the future. (laughs) Now, the third one is a super bummer. It's not selling out. Again, we're super transparent with our events. You know, we don't do the whole like, oh, man, we're really booking up here kind of thing on Twitter. I've always been very, very transparent with the fact that we are at 30% sold out, 50%, 70%, 85% sold out. I've always been very transparent because I don't want people to come along and me blowing up on social media and, and just lying to people and kind of baiting people. 
And this was the largest footprint hotel, so the largest in actual footprint, but it's also the largest room volume that we have ever had. So this was a real big step up. It was 168 rooms on site and we didn't sell out. And that was a real bummer to me. Um, Financially, of course, yes. I mean, that goes without saying. You got to pay for those rooms, whether they're vacant or not, as well as the food and beverage and everything that goes along with it. But also, I was really, really hoping that we would have uh, a large kind of West Coast grouping of people come together and we just didn't sell out. We didn't get there. We we got very close, but we didn't actually get there. So that was a bummer. Not so great for me for PCAP 2022. The next one is staffing. It's hard at the moment during COVID, and I know everybody's kind of experiencing this with airlines and stuff like that as well, probably even in your own businesses. But we lost the chef on the first night. So we were able to run breakfast and lunch and kind of snacks by the pool and stuff. But our restaurant on site should have been operating on during the evening as well to give people full meals at nighttime rather than like snacky stuff. And the chef was lost on the first night basically of PCAP 2022. So it was a real bummer that we weren't able to have a full menu the entire weekend. Um, This shit happens, you know, you kind of move on and you adapt and, and get through it. But it was, you know, a bit of a Debbie Downer. Another bad one for me was saying goodbye. I cried. <laughs> I did have a moment. So I was sitting in Jay and Angie's room and I was doing my usual thing of um, drinking while I watch Angie pack. Jay was also drinking. I can't tell you the number of times I've actually watched Angie pack because Jay does not. He doesn't pack. Angie is the packer in their relationship. I'm curious whether or not you guys have a primary packer in your relationship. That'd be super interesting to know. But Angie's the packer and I was sitting on the bed and talking to Jay and Angie, drinking morning mimosas in their room on, you know, the day after, basically a couple of days after the event had actually finished. So there was barely anybody on site. I think at that point there was maybe like eight couples still there. And then we had the triple X files come in and we were all sat around the bed again, some drinking some mimosas and watching Angie pack. And then Mickey and Mallory from Casual Swinger came in to say goodbye. They were just about to fly out. And it was at that moment that I realized my tribe are going. And I'm not going to have these people around me anymore. And it's going to be until the next event where I get to surround myself with such positive lifestyle influences. Yes, I'm getting emotional telling you this right now. And it was at that moment that I realized, holy shit, this is it. Everybody's going home. The ride has come to a stop. And I had a moment. I kind of corrected myself, but I full on had a moment when Mickey and Mallory were going and I was like, oh no, I'm going to be alone again. So that was shit. I didn't like that at all. Two more. Okay. Not having more beds in the playroom. So first of all, I just want to say that we are humbled by the fact that the venues and hotels and contractors, everybody that we work with is fully aware of the kind of event and the kind of attendees that we have. We are very transparent with that because we want to work with people who want to work with us. We also want to work with people who are fully supportive of a diverse lifestyle. And if they're not, quite frankly, we don't want to give them money. And so With this, I am very, very humbled that they allowed us to take over one of the conference spaces and turn it into a playroom, but we were supposed to have more beds in there. So we were supposed to have eight beds. We we only had four beds available. I mean, of course, we had like liberators and we had motor bunnies there and we had sex swings there and we had massage tables. We had a bunch of other things, but I was hoping for more beds because I really did want to create an orgy type um, bed situation. So that was a bit of a Debbie Downer. I would have liked more. However, I'm quite thankful that we had the playroom that we did in the first place. And the final worst situation for PCAP 2022 was the travel. We had so many people that were delayed, that were stressed, flights were cancelled, that had to reroute, that were left overnight, Peppy Pineapple, I'm looking at you. And and that was really hard for me. You know, when, when you've planned as an attendee, when you've planned something for six months, 
you've spent the money, you've saved up, you've gotten excited, you're in the app, you've got new costumes ready. And on the day of, you're driving to the airport and you find out your flight's cancelled. And that's it for you. They're telling you you can't fly for two days. You know, you're really at the whim of the, at the mercy of the, the airline or the, the transit, whatever it is that you're doing. And there were a lot of travel issues, you know, for whatever reason, into, into Palm Springs, some travel issues, mostly out of Dallas for, due to weather. And, and it sucked. I mean, as an event host, I was stressed about these people not coming because I know how much effort these people and time and money have put into attending this event. To have something like this happen that is completely out of their control is just shitty. And so that happened to actually a number of people who, who were coming into attending PCAP. Even the two hot wives had to reroute. A number of people had to reroute into LA, hire cars, and then drive to Palm Springs because all the flights were cancelled. Uh, and a special shout out as well to the Frigid Swingers who just actually couldn't make our event at all. They tried, they tried again, they went to a different airport, they did their best. They really, really tried and they couldn't make it to our event because of flight cancellations and lack of availability from the airlines. And again, it's not their fault, that just happened. So that was really bad and yeah, that's one of my my worst moments of, of PCAP 2022. This is going to be a long podcast, guys, because I did mention a 48 minutes of amazing PCAP attendees sharing their journey. Yes, some of it is thanks to me. I mean, I'm quite humble, but it always does feel a bit weird putting that on a podcast, I'm not going to lie. And then some of it's people's journeys and things they've learned or what they experienced at PCAP, including some personal growth. So thank you to all the PCAPers who sent in their audio. I can't wait to share it with everybody. Before I head out, though, I do have to say thank you to our newest patrons, Girl, Guy, Geet, Jess, Teddy, Mark, and Rebecca, who you'll hear from later in this episode, Chad, and Stacey, and Mark. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon and being our new patrons. We really appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you so much to everybody for listening to this episode. Thank you for joining us in Palm Springs for our biggest event yet. And it was a lot, but definitely some lessons learned. And I hope that you guys all had an absolute blast. Oh, and don't forget to check out the content creators who will be posted in my show notes today. And again, a reminder that this episode and PCAP 2022 was sponsored by Hashtag Open. Please go and check out their dating app and meet other non-monogamous couples and singles. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) You don't even know what we're going to talk about. No clue, really. But it's PCAP. We're going to talk about PCAP. I remember that. Oh, my God, Kate. It's such an awesomely curated event. Yeah, so... We had a great time. <laughs> we did have a great time. I feel like we were able to be ourselves. I was able to wear my collar and my ears. I felt so welcome with our PCAP friends that I was able to take it out actually into Palm Springs. And, you know, even <laughs> even the people who were not so sure about it, they just came up to us and they were like, tell us about that. So we did. I mean, we had a lot of really great conversations with people about our dynamic and our thing and what BDSM is and, to us and our and its intersection with the lifestyle with swinging. And, and so many people learn, those who did come up and talk to us learn that it doesn't BDSM doesn't necessarily intersect with the lifestyle for us, but they were able to ask some some serious questions, right? Like, how do you not do both of those things together? And, you know, so a lot of people asked us about how the whole thing worked with us, and really it just came down to, I guess I coined a phrase that, who are you? 
well, do that. Right. Do that. Like, do you. And unapologetically be yourself because you're surrounded by people who are okay with that. He made friends with a couple who... This is a hot snapshot. Made friends with a couple who had a game where they play What's in Your Pussy. And he would gather tools from around the house. Or wherever. Or wherever. (laughs) And she would have to guess. And she said I was always wrong. But they were never wrong together because always ended hot. Yeah, the the point wasn't, you know, to actually guess what it was. It was just to... Explore. Explore and have fun. And have fun, right? And I feel like that's kind of what all did that's what for we, the whole weekend. Absolutely. In the pool, I feel like we made so many connections that were, were brief. We made so many brief connections with so many hot and sexy people. I am like 3,000% on and he is 110% on and controlling me with the leash, if you saw that. (laughs) And I feel like it's so hard to find a group of people who are at that level. We found so many missed opportunities, right? It was, it wasn't... We we definitely have, we definitely have a... A list. A list. Of, of places to go. Places, <laughs> we don't have enough miles. Places to go. And we don't have enough miles. To see and oh, yeah. to do, or is that people, places to go and people, people to, to do? do? <laughs> yes, definitely people to do. Oh, my gosh. Kate, you know, the whole event, I personally have always been a writer, and I've always been terrified to just let it out, and I feel like this event has really prompted me to bring that forth. I have to thank Ams from Two Hot Wives because I feel like she interviewed us in the pool and it was so fun because oh, after we accosted her, <laughs> she was talking about our dynamic and asking us questions and it felt so good. It felt so good to be, to be seen and to be appreciated and to be interesting. And that was really one of the first times that we were able to really talk to somebody about our dynamic in a more or less neutral setting. Sunny pool in Palm Springs, California. (laughs) In the middle of the pool, actually. (laughs) But with somebody who wasn't really trying to judge us on... Or accost us into something. On on yeah. that. Was on curious. Our, our, just purely curious. And she that was, felt so good. There, it, there was no there was no judgment or anything. It was... So thank you, Ams. Yeah. Thank you, Ams, so much for that. I really appreciate that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. As the girl in the kitten ears and the collar, it's really obvious from my side of things that I am kept... <laughs> And to have someone be so open and interested was great for me personally. Gosh, Crazy Mel's. There we go. Let's talk about Crazy Mel's. Yeah, so. Crazy Mel's Burgers. Shout out to Crazy Mel's Burgers. In Palm Springs. On the strip. (laughs) Yes. That was our favorite place to go. And, you know, kind of catch up after. uh, After play. After an afternoon meeting of the minds we did we did a lot of that we did a lot of afternoon play i think that personally i think the people who found us realize that we are as advertised we go and we go hard (laughs) do we go hard you go so hard (laughs) i think everyone noticed that you go hard 
maybe me too. I don't know. But I feel like they realized if they were going to catch us, they had to catch us at brunch time to mid-afternoon. Otherwise, we were we were just out to dance, right? And have a good time. And those who did, thank you. We really appreciate that. We had some great brunches yeah. and we had, lunches we, we had with some, people. Yeah. We had some really bold visitors. Some bold visitors visiting Sophie in the afternoon yeah. on day one. We, we loved that. We had multiple people visit us uh, in the afternoon period, right? And I feel like the parties were great. They were curated amazingly. Everyone's costumes were so great. But for real, Kate, it was unreal. And we were who we are. We just did that. We can't wait for the next PCAP. Go ahead and put us down for for another one. (laughs) Because we have a list of friends who we would love to share illegal popsicles with again. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who who we met, who who we will meet. <laughs> I think now we're going to go home. Yeah. We're going to go home and... Uh, <laughs> recap some things. We're going to recap some PCAB, if you will. All right. Uh, good night, everybody. Hello, it's Mr. and Mrs. H from the Bedhoppers here. Hello, we wanted to give you a bit of insight, really, into our experience at PCAP. So this was our first ever PCAP. We'd never been one before, right? No, we We tried a virtual one. But this time we flew across the world, or halfway across the world at least. For realsies. For realsies. (laughs) And joined some amazing people in Palm Springs. So we were a little nervous going in because... A, we didn't know if anyone really listened to us. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> they probably still don't. In fact, we've put more people off than we've turned on. I'm sure we didn't know what most of the hosts were going to be like. Mm-hmm. We've listened to their shows before, or many mm-hmm. of their shows, but we hadn't really met them in person. We know only a few people going in. So we were going in quite dry, would you say? <laughs> didn't even take me out for a drink first. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we did know is that Kate puts on amazing events. Yeah. So we had faith in Kate. Oh, we absolutely had faith that Kate was going to deliver something spectacular. We just didn't know what that was going to look like because we've got nothing to really compare it to. Exactly. So we got there a couple of days early to chill out and get used to the insane heat. Well, thank God we did. (laughs) (laughs) And the eight hour difference in time zone. And once you talked me out of getting back in the airport where it was cold and not battling the heat, (laughs) we stayed. (laughs) Exactly. We stayed. And what was really amazing was actually as people came into the hotel and we started to meet more and more people, each person was more amazing than the next oh wow <laughs> no pressure so if we met you last wow. you are the most amazing so of all people 100 and i don't know 66 you were fantastic <laughs> <laughs> guess one started amazing and by um, the time we'd met everybody we thought that everyone was really awesome yeah we did. from the guests to the hosts to the organizers everyone did a fantastic job and it was yeah. so lovely just to kind of rock up hang shoot the shit chill out of the pool go to some seminars and actually get to know people yeah no i completely agree so we didn't go to a great many of the seminars. In fact, I think we only ended up going to one because we're having so much fun chilling out and talking to people. Yeah, actually, we definitely made... Don't call me Ashley. <laughs> definitely made the effort to try and attend one. And then we were busy prepping our own sort of seminar. So we missed another one. But I, I agree, we were hanging around the pool like so much. It was just, yeah. It was just lovely to hang around and talk to people who mm. we've spoken to online for such a long time and meet a whole bunch of new people as well. Yeah. What I did want to say is that all of the evening things, all of the parties, all of the costumes were incredible and people put so much effort into all of that stuff. 
So what you're saying is you want the permission to buy more customers? Yeah, if anything, I you need. Think they were really good. <laughs> they they were really good. They upped their game, so I need to therefore up my game. Eighty percent more sparkle in future events. Yeah, the big question, I guess, is would we go back to PCAP? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, I would. Yeah. You would. Assuming. Okay, my own. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess that seminar went really well. <laughs> I would 100% go back to another PCAP event. I would too. I'd go 110%. Yeah, well, you always have to be extra, don't you? I am very extra. So before we dial off or mm. stop recording, we wanted to say some thank yous. Firstly, we want to say thank you to all of the people who attended and came along to PCAP. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you all and everyone was universally awesome. So I don't think we got a chance to speak to everybody because there were just so many people, but everyone we spoke to was fantastic all of the costumes all of the efforts all of the behaviors all of this stuff was just great mm-hmm. and it's actually some of the best atmospheres we've seen in a lifestyle event mm, i agree it was a huge community of like-minded people all there for a common ground which was to meet and have great time so. a- absolutely secondly we want to say thank you to all of the other hosts some of these people we've listened to their podcasts mrs mm-hmm. h may not have heard their podcasts what's a podcast exactly that <laughs> but it was absolutely fantastic again to meet some of the people that we've chatted to online to get to know them better to spend time helping the other hosts to muck in to help guests together all of this sort of stuff was really cool and i really love the community spirit that was developed as a result of that mm. it was lovely to put faces to names yeah superhero names as well <laughs> but actually put faces to names because you you kind of go through all these journeys sort of trying to imagine how people are going to be when you meet them and it was just amazing to finally meet hug say hi all this stuff 100% that and again like all of the other guests we didn't even get a chance to get around and speak no. to everybody as much as we wanted to so we definitely need to go back and do that the last thank you and I'm sure everyone will say this is a huge massive thank you to Kate we're incredibly pleased that she invited us to come along and support mm. we're incredibly proud to have done so And I think she just put on a really cool kick-ass event that was so different to anything else that we've been to. Absolutely now, she should be kicking back and having a glass of champagne. I hope she is. I would say my my only regret is that it wasn't slightly longer. Because (laughs) I think four days is just not enough to fit everything that you want to try and fit into an event like that. But obviously it has to have a you know finite number of days it has to end at one point but let's start a chant everybody join in 10 day p cap 10 day p cap <laughs> you know i think my seven days would be perfect seven days would be perfect yeah, it's just not enough time to fit it all in well on that note well, that's because we're all having such a good time well if that happens we'll do our very very best to be there yeah. thank you everyone you've been absolutely amazing hey babe it's your friendly canadian honey spoon who is suffering greatly from post-PCAP withdrawal that I hold you fully responsible for. So this is our third PCAP event, and even though I say it every time, you managed to outdo yourself once again, Kate. Between the location, the venue, the host, everything was really fantastic. I wanted to comment that I I really like that you introduced a, a younger demographic of hosts and content creators. Mr. Honeyspoon and I spent some time talking with them at the pool, and discussing our relationship dynamics and what our approach was to non-monogamy or is to non-monogamy. And I feel like we all came out of that discussion having a lot more in common than we figured we had going in. That really is the beauty of PCAP, you know, the ability to bring people together in an open, safe and positive environment. I just love that. Ultimately, every time I leave PCAP, I miss my people. And these PCAPers are all my people and our tribe. And we're gonna miss them all dearly. I especially miss you already, and it's been a week that I haven't seen your face. But, you know, I am just so proud of you, and I'm so 
fortunate to be a part of this community and I thank you again for everything that you do for us and it was great. Love you. Mwah. Hi, this is J&J from Colorado. We're new to the lifestyle, just under a year. This was our first PCAP, our first hotel takeover, our first big event. We were blown away. It was amazing. We got to thank our friends, the Triple X Files, for talking us into going. It was so amazing. We really didn't know what to expect when they talked us into the event, but we were glad we went. I really enjoyed the mix of events and the themes. And throughout the time, I felt safe and felt like everyone was very consensual with their activities. Met so many cool people at the event. Uh, we spent most of our time at the pool. Wish we went to more of the seminars. The seminars we did go to were spot on. I went to the lingerie swap. It wasn't necessarily a seminar, but I had a lot of fun meeting the other women and found it to be really empowering. And I uh, went to the whiskey tasting, and Mickey sure knows his whiskeys and met more people there. We also went to Black and Kinky's photo seminar and learned a lot of new tricks. Very entertaining. So awesome. Yeah, we came home tired with lots to talk about and a stronger connection as a couple. Can't wait for next year and want to thank... Kate and all of the sponsors for a wonderful time. Yes, Kate did an awesome job and all the podcasters. It was great to meet you. I'm looking forward to next time. Thanks. Hey, y'all. This is Rebecca. And this is Mark. And we are going to talk today about PCAP. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> we had such a great time out there. Oh, yeah, it was a blast. So we actually just got married at the end of April. Badass. <laughs> uh, we decided to cut our vanilla honeymoon short, and we kind of decided last minute to go to PCAP for our LS honeymoon. And we're so happy we did it. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good trade-off, I think. Yeah, definitely. It was a blast. We had so much fun, so much sexiness, so much conversations, just everything you can imagine. It was amazing yeah so coming up to the event like did you have any fears or concerns um my biggest fear was not making it <laughs> <laughs> but like there for a second i didn't think we were gonna make it, it oh was, yeah everything out of texas was starting to get shut down everybody's getting rerouted and yeah it we was, did pretty good though yeah we did good we we had maybe less than a month to come up with our costumes and i think we did them last minute <laughs> what about the event itself do you have any fears about the event? About the event? Um, just meeting everybody and having a good time and just making sure that we presented our best selves to everybody and didn't get too drunk or... <laughs> <laughs> I know, for real. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just wanting to come with our best foot forward and have a good time and I think we did that. Yeah. Uh, we found out that our good friends, our good LS friends, Sebastian and Nicole, were, go were going as well. So we hooked up with them and made a whole thing out of it, and it was a blast. We, we hooked up and hooked up. We hooked up and hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for me, my biggest fear was going into this and not, I guess, not fitting in. You know, feeling like we didn't belong or, I don't know, we weren't sexy enough or cool enough or <laughs> peacappy enough to be peacappers. <laughs> I think that's probably was uh, the biggest thing. Let's do biggest lesson learned. What do you think? Uh, 
biggest lesson learned, to be honest, showing up on time. <laughs> I did not think that swingers were so punctual, and they are. When they say 9 o'clock, they mean 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I think here when we go out with friends, it's like, you know, we'll show up like 10.30, 10, 10.30, and we tried to do that at least two of the nights. And, uh, and yeah, I think both we, times people had already sometimes left, sometimes had you know, got their party on yeah their the we, connections we just kind of came at started. the end of it yeah that's that's probably the biggest thing that i wish i would have changed was showing up on time nine o'clock when they say nine o'clock be there at nine o'clock okay. <laughs> i think for me it was uh really how big confidence how big a part it actually takes so you go like these you know last month or two dieting and and trying to work out where you can fit it in and stuff and trying to be the best physical self you can be but in the end i think really what mattered was how confident we were and how comfortable we were with ourselves i think that was probably the biggest thing that i noticed that i was like oh crap like we can do this this is pretty cool <laughs> yeah definitely we, we you know just had the wedding and then after the wedding we had a little bit of wedding weight it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of cake but yeah i mean we made it and it was so much fun and a blast and, and i think it did bring up our confidence a lot to be honest um we did go in it go into it kind of not really knowing what to expect and yeah we walked around that pool even in a mankini <laughs> <laughs> i look pretty damn good didn't you I? did you oozed confidence and i love kidding. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a that took that took some effort for putting it on and walking out of the room uh, what about a sexy snapshot Oh, sexy snapshot. There's so many. There was a lot. For me, one of my favorite parts was dancing with you on the dance floor. You know, coming from this such a vanilla vacation and, and being around your family and your friends and vanilla friends and not being able to really dance and just be us. So that first night on the dance floor was us. When and you say you can't really dance, you're talking about like shake your ass, right? Well, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and a thong and <laughs> <laughs> the shortest dress you can find. And the shortest skirt you can find, yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. You and I got to dance. I just remember being on that dance floor and dancing. Like you, you brought out your dance moves, and I loved them. And it was so much fun. <laughs> and that was a huge sexy part for me, to be oh. honest. One of my other favorite ones. Uh, it was again the first night. It was kind of towards the end of the night. Everybody was kind of going off doing their thing. Maybe the we wanted to go check out the playrooms. This we wanted to go check out mm -hmm, the first night. I had my lit up whip. Um, that was a big hit. I only had like a week to practice with it, so I didn't really know it very well. So anytime you came up to me and asked me, I let you. I let you handle it. See what you got. <laughs> um, but it was towards the end of the night. We were. We had. I had this beautiful woman just come running up to me. Uh, she loved the whip. She wanted to try it. I let her try it. We danced. She whipped me. We had a good time. We went to like the main like corridor, kind of where you go off to like the elevators or the, the stairs. And we go to introduce ourselves. And sure enough, it's Mallory and Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> had no idea it was them. Um, we had a, like a 10 minute dance conversation before we even knew it was them. So I love the fact that we met them so organically and raw and it was beautiful and I wouldn't have met them any other way, to be honest. I, it wasn't like a, ooh, look, there's Mickey and Mallory, let's meet them. No, it was very organic, very raw, and I loved that and had such a fantastic time with them in that moment and that was another sexy moment. Thank you, Mallory, for whipping me with my whip. 
You can whip me anytime. <laughs> and, oh, and Mark, you can you can whip him anytime too. <laughs> um, <laughs> dang, uh, I think that was probably some of the sexy snapshots I took. Uh, your interaction with other people, with the whip, the kissing, of course, that was fun. There was a six-handed massage at one point. That was real fun. Yeah, I'm sure you, you all hear about it it's in some other way or form, but <laughs> there was a, a really good massage that happened, and uh, that was real fun. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. What was your favorite seminar? Well, we went to the Monogamous Marriage mm-hmm. one, we went to Black and Kinky, and we went to the Casual Swinger. Honestly, I loved I loved all of them. Of course, in Black and Kinky, you were the balcony guy, so that was a lot of fun <laughs> featuring you. I love the fact that we got to interact and use the hotel. You know, they, they told us to leave for 10 minutes, take some pictures, come back, and we got to talk about them. And I love that interaction of leaving and interacting with the other couples and being able to talk. I love that part of that of their seminar. Uh, Mickey and Mallory's was awesome. We learned, a, we learned a lot of stuff. It made us real scared to record video, <laughs> but also we feel a lot safer doing it now. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, all of them were great. The ones that we went to, we had a good time. We, we learned a lot, to be honest. Yeah, I think we're, we're kind of on the same page. I think those were both really good ones um, as far as like topics that I think that we're going to use in the future for sure. Also memorable mention would be uh, Monogamish, the separate play. That was really fun to listen to and their dynamic and I thought that was really good too. Yeah, it makes you think, makes you question, Yeah, are we ready for that? Oh, does it? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. We'll, we'll talk well, about that later. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. I like it. I think that's about it guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, I got one. Tip. Tips for new peacappers, like somebody that might be coming to 2023. What do you think? Don't overthink it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big one. Oh, we overthought it. We overpacked. Well, you can never overpack, but just don't overthink it. We we didn't know what to expect. We've we've heard all the other podcasters talking about the past podcast paloozas, but we didn't know what to expect on our own, and we definitely overthought it. And everybody was so welcoming, welcoming, and beautiful and lovely and we had great conversations in the pool uh we had great conversations everywhere i mean we just i wouldn't change a thing to be honest like cool. we well maybe some more playtime or maybe some um being yes. there on time <laughs> some, some daytime playtime yeah and i think that was probably the biggest thing is like i wish we would have played a little bit earlier in the day yeah. um maybe fit in a few other oh yeah i would have liked to have taken more shots at people like try to like Shoot, shoot, shoot your shoot, shot. Yeah, I wish I have shot my shot, I guess. Uh, I shot my shot. I tried. I, I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> but I think we did pretty good. Yeah, next time I think we'll have a little bit more confidence because we'll know what to expect a little bit more. Yeah. And we'll definitely shoot our shot. I, I think uh, <laughs> I think for sure your tip is on point. Overthinking probably did us in. The whole last month that we were doing this, we were so worried about A, B, or C. And in the end, guys, just do it. It's a lot of fun. It's worth all the sacrifice that goes into into these events on our side and you know thank you kate for and everybody who helped put this together because it created an experience like no other yes. and i hope that we can make 2023 yeah girls you wear those cheeky bottoms and guys you wear those mankinis <laughs> oh, yeah. the mankinis were hit guys we don't, loved it yes don't, don't be too shy <laughs> All right. Thank you all so much for listening and having us. And we we can't wait for the next one. Thank you, Kate. (laughs) And and I missed you, (laughs) Daryl.
you don't want to say something to Daryl before we go? Hi, Daryl. We missed you. Happy late birthday. <laughs> She's been crushing on you, man. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. This was Mark and... Rebecca. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. Hey, Mark and Rebecca. Thank you so much for spending your honeymoon at PCAP. Sorry I wasn't there to say congrats in person and give you both a hug, but I hope you had an awesome time. I believe you did and just a extra hello for rebecca i'm looking forward to meeting you at some point in the future london from dubbed on eight here just want a big shout out to all of the content creators for bringing together such a, an amazing community and a really special thank you for those two that came all the way from europe vet hoppers from england nice to uh, see some fellow representation from the uk but a really special thank you to kate coming all the way from the Netherlands and once again putting on a truly spectacular event. We love you, Kate. Hiya, it's Dublin from Dub Down 8 here. I really love coming out to the pool every morning and seeing people everywhere. In the pool, at the bar, playing games, being comfortable, being sexy, looking fantastic, laughing and smiling, and being able to wander up to anybody, lay down on a bed next to anybody and just start a conversation. Everybody was friendly. Everybody had open arms. It was truly spectacular to feel so welcome by everybody. Hey, Kate. It's not your average Mr. and Mrs. And we're giving you our PCAP recap. Oh, yes. Favorite or least favorite part of PCAP? I don't actually have a least favorite part of PCAP. Too short. It was amazing. It was too short for me. It was too short. I just need more time. I'm, I'm slow to warm up. I'm not like some people that are just sporty out of the gate. It takes me a little while. And it was still too short for me. <laughs> yes, that definitely. There's My more, more work to be done. Part was meeting people that I'd only known online through Twitter or through their podcast, and re-meeting people that I had met previously but hadn't seen for a while, and making new friends I didn't know at all. And meeting these amazing podcasters that have put so much of their hearts out there for us to learn from. So that we don't have to make all the mistakes on our own. We can we can learn through their experiences. And that's huge. Right. All right. What is a seminar you enjoyed and why? Not your average missus. I really enjoyed the separate play seminar with Monogamish. Because as it turned out, I did a lot of separate play this PCAP. And that was a whole new thing that I found highly enjoyable. And we had never tried before. Right. So it was really good to get that input as we were embarking upon said things. Yeah. And that really ties into a bunch of your other questions here with our, you know, sexiest thing. The sexiest thing I saw was this woman being her true self, just owning who she is, making her decisions, deciding what she wanted to do, and just... Yeah, I'm glad she uses her power for good because she could uh, she could rule the world, and well, that may not go so well. <laughs> and my sexy snapshot would be getting all dressed up to go wait in the hotel lobby and wait for a friend to go have a fabulous afternoon. A long afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. All right. How about your biggest lesson learned and a snapshot of personal growth? Okay, well, my biggest lesson learned is, as certain podcasters are known to say, that I should use my motherfucking words. 
because if I had, I could have had yet another experience I would have really liked to have, but didn't actually follow through on like I should have. So, lesson learned. Well, here's the hard one. Biggest lesson learned and a snapshot of personal growth. Like we said, this was our first experiences with uh, separate play. And we're actually fairly new to the lifestyle, under a year. First two separate play experiences went incredibly. We connected immediately after. I'm at the pool, hanging out with friends. I high-five her when she gets back, give her a hug, and it's amazing. She's glowing, she's smiling. This is exactly what I hoped for. The third experience, it was a little more difficult because the play experience went on for a while and we had dinner plans, we had reservations. So immediately we had to get ready. I, we couldn't decompress, couldn't spend time together, go to dinner. Dinner's over, dinner goes long. Now it's time for the party. So we get ready and we go to the party. And then once I got to the party that something, whatever it was, hit me. But here is the amazing part. Here's the personal growth for both of us. She was seeing me and we left the party for about an hour and just spent some time together. And that completely saved my feeling of the whole experience because she was paying attention and was willing to invest time in me. And that was life-changing. So what we've got to do going forward is schedule that reconnection time and make it a priority. You know, not roll from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. It has to be intentional. And also, while your partner is off playing, you've got to find things to do. You know, you'd think it'd be easy to find something to do with hundreds of your best friends at the pool. But I didn't really feel comfortable having conversations with people because, you know, like, what do I say if they ask me where not your average missus is? And it's like, I'm not ready to give that information up. So uh, I just kind of was by myself for a little bit too long. So the key is be occupied, plan that aftercare and that time with the non-playing partner, and uh, just pay attention. Watch out for each other. And it's really been an incredible thing for us. And I think we're closer now than we have ever been. Biggest fear going into the event, and was the fear as expected on site? I didn't actually have any fears going into the event. Yeah, I had no fears. I Kate, you're a badass. You're great. Yeah, everything was fantastic. We were thrilled with start to finish, every bit of it. Well, it needed to be longer, but Other you know. Other than it needed to be longer. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is personal growth. Mm, that's a big one. So for me, personal growth is tied to the separate play. Um, I found the separate play to be amazingly impactful on my self-confidence, but also so empowering because I could just follow the chemistry and I didn't have to worry if there was a four-way connection. And I didn't have to worry about splitting my focus and making sure that you were okay in a play. I could just focus on the person I was with and really just dive into the experience. And that ability to just freely experience it and not have to worry was so profound. It was just an amazing thing. And I felt like it flowed over into the times when we played together with other people that I felt more confident and more able to just 
get into the moment and not be so concerned about what was going on with you because I'd had those experiences. So for me, the separate play was the most impactful thing for my personal growth. Hi, Kate. We are Mr. and Mrs. R. Desert Heat, and we had a fantastic time attending PCAP in Palm Springs last weekend. Um, yes, this was our second PCAP. We did do Dallas and now Palm Springs. And uh, you, you put on, you are such an amazing event organizer and the, the themes are, um, I, I've always been someone who's intimidated. We have never even been to Desire yet. So the costume theme nights intimidate me a little bit, but I've had so much fun. And we have had so much fun for both events, coming up with, with great costumes for each of the nights and all the extra effort you put into every little detail is, is just amazing. Yeah, Kate, you're the best. We love, the, it was such a great event. We really enjoyed seeing so many great people that we met in Dallas. We haven't been to many other events, but the PCAPers are really, really amazing. It is a really great group of people. I mean, every single person that we met was just so friendly and warm and, and caring. And everybody was, you know, out to help one another the whole weekend, whether it be, you know, somebody needing uh, an eyeglass repair kit or whatever it may be. You know, it's just such a great group of people. and. It feels truly like going to summer camp for adults. And we, we, we always say that, and we've said that after both events. It's just absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's so hard getting back into normal life after after a weekend of PCAP. It's just, it is. it's adult summer camp. Yes, and it was especially wonderful because it was my birthday that weekend. Thursday was my 50th birthday. And we had some really awesome friends that came out uh, by the pool and surprised me with birthday sash and, and got the entire crowd at the pool singing happy birthday to me. And that was unexpected and a lot of fun. And I had a lot of attention on me, but it was, it was a great time. We all love our precious gems. <laughs> we just had a wonderful time. We had several uh, really close friends of ours that we spent time with uh, while we were there that we had planned ahead of time. And that was kind of a first for us doing that, but it, it felt it was a, a great event. All, it seemed like all of our best friends were there. And then we also had the opportunity to, to make some new friends that we, we think are going to become really special long-term friends as well. And that's always uh, you know something you don't necessarily expect, but you hope for. Yeah, they're really cool people, and I'm super glad we had the opportunity to meet them and yeah. just talk to them, be, you know, make friends. And, they, and then just so many friends that we've met in the lifestyle in general. It's a small, small world, and you know, it, it just wonderful time hanging out, sharing meals and moments in the pool, just with with friends who we just adore. Yes, love love seeing all of our good friends and. Yes, thank you, Kate, so much. You're the best. Yes, thank you, Kate. Hello, this is Sebastian. And Nicole. Nicole's curled up on the couch, but still looking incredibly sexy, even though she's currently wearing a duvet. But that's all right. A duvet in Phoenix in the summer. So, Nicole, what did you enjoy most about PCAP outside of any playtime? I really felt like PCAP was really well organized. I love that the fact that we had an app associated with the events, we had a chance to connect with some, make some connections prior to the event. I love the fact that there was an agenda, I'm very type A, so that really helped <laughs> my anxiety and my uh, need for preparation, because I had an idea of what we wanted to do. And I loved the setup of kind of choose your own adventure. If you wanted to be in the pool all day, cool. If you wanted to go to 
every session available cool when we got to really pick and choose the things that we really wanted to do. I tend to get really kind of nervous leading up to events like this because I'm a bit introverted and I felt like this event I felt pretty comfortable pretty quickly which doesn't happen very often and I loved that it wasn't just here's a pool here's some booze go and I really appreciated being able to see some of the faces to some of our favorite lifestyle podcasts where we've learned a lot and I really loved the connections we made in the pool and I'd say if we're talking about themes I felt like the theme choices were really fun and creative and it really allowed people to go above and beyond just the normal swinger standard typical theme it allowed everybody to go a little extra in a positive way and have fun with it and everybody really did show up in terms of their costumes and their outfits and it made it really fun to see what everybody come up with so that was a really positive it was a real positive as well i like the community aspect of it i thought everybody was really genuine and warm and friendly you know with a side eye to wanting to undress you but that's all right that's normal <laughs> <laughs> and um to be expected but just a really fun group of people and, and we actually enjoyed connecting with people regardless of whether or not there was going to be any outcome just to get to know them listen to their stories and just really enjoy their their company we got to enjoy this event uh, with a couple that we've known the last couple of years, which I thought was a really big plus because we got to spend time together and also spend time as a group. We got to enjoy our first five-hand massage or five-person massage experience in the mm. sensual massage space, which was a very new experience for us. But very I think sexy. We both enjoyed it. Yes, it was definitely a new experience to have that many hands on you at once <laughs> but it was also very arousing and uh, really enjoyable i think the comment that i made when i was on the table was i don't know if i'm more relaxed or turned on right now <laughs> <laughs> i just really enjoyed all of the sensory and the sexy environment because it was dark room with basically flickering candlelight pillar candles with um, smells and scents and lots of sexy people and sexy hand placement <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you mean um no that was that was certainly a, a really good memory but like you mentioned getting to connect with our friends again in that type of environment and go with our friends that certainly gave, gave us both couples gave us a base to go off and explore and socialize and chat with other people but then we always had each other to come back to and i think for us as first timers it just made it a lot easier now for those of you who got to know us you'll you'll probably know that i'm a little bit of an extrovert no really <laughs> and uh, nicole is a little quieter but for me seeing her grow and be comfortable and confident going out and talking on her own and making connections by herself and just seeing her you know be comfortable doing that whilst wearing pasties is <laughs> is is really fun and you know i i enjoy seeing that part of your own sort of growth and experience so that's fun for me what about for you i also appreciated being able to learn people's dynamic there was a, a quad of a group that were on the polyamorous side so it was really nice to actually be able to kind of uh, learn a little bit more about their community compared to swinger community mm -hmm and just being able to kind of understand both sides of where we come. Or another side. Yeah, another side, a little difference in, I guess, their experience and mm -hmm. compared to ours. And I just thought it was great that this uh, event was so inclusive, just all different types mm -hmm. of 
relationships and uh, preferences and it wasn't excluding really any group and I really appreciated just the openness of this type of event. Mm -hmm. And of course I got to spend three days in a pool surrounded by beautiful women. Don't think you could ask for a lot more than that really. That was a definite plus. And beautiful men. There were some very good looking really men true. there as well. That's true. Well I was there so clearly <laughs> you know there were Many good-looking men there, and, uh, and I clearly am the best. <laughs> I think his British is showing. <laughs> don't know what you mean. I don't have a superiority complex at all. But no, it was just a genuinely really fun, fun weekend. And for us, you know, we've been looking for events where you get that combination of there's structure to it, there's you can, you, there's a community to it. You can learn from it. You can socialize with people, where regardless of outcome. They're not just looking for one thing. And then you can also go get that one thing when <laughs> when you want it, so or when you make that right connection. So yeah, that was that was all good for us as as PCAP virgins. Our PCAP cherries firmly popped, and we'll be back for more. Best leave. I really loved a playroom at PCAP. I'm not big into going into playrooms, but this playroom was awesome. It was this giant room with lots of couches for people to sit, play, do whatever on the couches. There was a massage table. There were the motor bunnies there. There was the liberator chairs. Those are those curved chairs. There was a shadow box. It was just incredible. It was really well supplied with plenty of towels and uh, lube and condoms. And it was just very exciting to sit with my spouse on a couch and we could see all these things going on and then to participate in some of those things going on. And it was just super sexy. Even to the next day when some of the people we'd been flirting with but hadn't connected yet said they saw us there and they watched us and they liked what they saw. And that was such a turn on. It even turns me on just sharing about it. But it was really exciting. And we went to the playroom every night. So, and we never do that. It's sometimes we go to events or to uh, resorts and we don't even go to the playroom for years of going to the resort. So that really says something that I really like the playroom. Thanks, Kate. Hello, I'm Tiffany Cheeks on Instagram. And I'm Mr. Tiffany Cheeks, not on Instagram, but the man behind the camera. This was our first PCAP. Everyone was so welcoming. We met so many amazing couples and made some real connections. We just celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary and have been talking about the lifestyle for several years now. Our interest only increased as we listened to several of the lifestyle podcasters featured at this year's PCAP. On the first night of PCAP, we had our first full swap experience with a really great couple and it was amazing. We wouldn't have changed a thing. One of the most common questions asked during an event like this is how long have you been in the lifestyle? I think our answer moving forward will be since PCAP 2022. We enjoyed several of the workshops, our time in the pool, and dressing up in theme for the evening parties. But one of our favorite moments would have to be on the last day of PCAP. We had the opportunity to spend a little extra time with the bed hoppers as we gave them a ride to LAX. We're big fans of the podcast, and we enjoyed getting to know them on a personal level. Thank you, Kate. We can't wait for the next PCAP event. Hey, Kate. It's R&R, the, <laughs> the XXX Files. Just wanted to record some of our thoughts on 
how much fun we had at PCAP and what some of our favorite things were and uh, just touch on some other things as well. But Mrs. R... You want me to go first? You're first. Always first. Well, I loved everything. I got super excited every single day. (laughs) And it was like hopping around, jumping everywhere. (laughs) I loved meeting everyone again. And I think meeting people for the second time, some for the first time, really made me more comfortable opening up and really made some cool connections. And I think got to know people a lot better. Of course, met the amazing bed hoppers. Pool time was great. I loved every second of that. Ruled J and G's first uh, game. <laughs> the saran wrap. <laughs> it, oh, was, yeah. it was. It uh, was. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> got to bang people my bitch with Mallory's awesome light up shoes. Oh yeah, I got pictures of that. <laughs> I guess my favorite was just seeing people again, really connecting with people, and of course, Kate, you're amazing. What she said, all of that was my favorite part as well. Really getting to meet everyone again from last event at Dallas. Continuing those relationships were really good for me being an introvert and a wallflower. I was able to really just go in and and get to it. Like she said, meeting the bedhoppers was absolutely my favorite part of the week. They kept me laughing nonstop, both of them. Spending time in the pool, um, that was different than Dallas. The pool wasn't really available uh, as much there as it was this time. Pool time. (laughs) Pool time. Loved it. (laughs) It was great. And then I also wanted to talk a little bit about my... Session? um, Oh, yeah, my favorite uh, sessions, which, of course, I thought the most educational one uh, for our community was... uh, Mickey and Mallory, the casual swingers, uh, just security is such a thing uh, in what we do. We want to protect uh, our faces if we're not out. So learning more about that was definitely helpful. And getting to be a prop for Mallory's sex positions, <laughs> whereas, uh, that was lovely as well. So I appreciate that. Oh, a snapshot of something sexy, I think, is... Again, the pool. We keep on coming back to the pool, but just being in the middle, surrounded by, you know, 50, 100 people and just really connecting with a certain someone and not really noticing that there was anyone around. Uh, Just being in the moment was really super sexy for me. Cool. And Pokemon tattoos. (laughs) Cool. Oh, I wanted to give a little bit of a piece of advice for future attendees of events like these something that we did this time around was we gave ourselves even more extra time at the event meaning we arrived several days early we arrived on tuesday the event didn't start till friday and that allowed us to really like get to know other people on a on a different level as opposed to just seeing across the room walking up hey you want to get out of here that's just not how we go uh so that was really good and then giving your time giving yourself time after the event to kind of like relax and like not get back on the road or get back on that flight immediately really helped us kind of get centered and get ready for uh future events and whatnot so yeah yay is that it i think that's it (laughs) yay thanks kate thanks (laughs) bye And one more thing, I totally kicked your ass at Pac-Man.